Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're with comic Danny Lang. Danny Lang, how the hell are you? I'm hanging in there. Uh, yes, you, you are soldiering on with COVID. What kind of a hero are you to come on my uh, podcast while you're suffering from this deadly yeah. disease? I'm just, I'm just serving this great country, doing what yes, I can. Serving. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> I'm serving realness. What was that? I serving Ally McBeal realness. Oh, it was a recent Larry David's guest on SNL. But uh, okay, so Danny Lang, I follow Danny Lang everywhere. I am Danny Lang on Instagram and Twitter. And on Twitter, a tall, tan, beautiful bag of bones. <laughs> Are you a tall motherfucker? Um, I'm 5'11". Okay, um, that's tall. But... That's tall for me, man. I'm yeah, looking up how, at you, man. How tall are you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm five, seven, five, eight, <laughs> five, seven, five, eight. But yeah, you, it's a tall, beautiful. And it says a tall, tan, beautiful bag of bones. Are you typically tan, Danny Lang? No, very pale. <laughs> um, but you know, it 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 is what it is. We're 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 fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's comedy on Instagram. It says I'm a comedian, but I, I just want you to think I'm pretty. Is that true? I, Would you yeah. rather me think you're? I mean, I think somebody said that. What was it? Costanza on Seinfeld. He said something like, "I'm rather she thought. I'm rather she rejected me and thought I was good looking." then you know because she had he had that girlfriend who was really into him even though she doesn't care about looks he's like i'd rather she say i'm good looking and, and not date me and so like would you rather like somebody not laugh at your act but just be staring at how beautiful you are or would you like them laughing during your act um laughing during my act but think i'm ugly uh well maybe not necessarily but they're not lust- <laughs> they're not lusting after you meaning if they're so distracted with their lust for you they're not laughing but um they also would not laugh at you because they don't they have no sense of humor or would you rather them laugh um that's a tough question uh <laughs> i'm not entirely sure like i do improv with my friend finn and like we have like said oh if we're not being the funny one on stage we're being the hot one oh. and I find myself being the hot one more than often, or at least that's what I tell myself. Because <laughs> you're not getting the laughs you want. You can also yeah. be fun, uh, just not funny and ugly too. But I love that there's only two options for you and Finn. Just yeah, there's comfy yourself. Yeah, nobody's nobody's laughing at you because they're so distracted by your hotness. Exactly. <laughs> my my beauty is off putting. <laughs> it, it is off putting. The minute I saw you, I was like, man, I could talk to this person, but I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Uh, his, his beauty is off-putting. I don't like it very much. And so, yeah, what kind of shows are you doing around Chicago right now? Like, what do you got coming up? Uh, so I have coming up, I'm going to like a queer comedy festival in Columbus, which will be fun. Really? Now that's the queer mecca I hear. Columbus, uh, Ohio. That, that's what I'm hearing as well, <laughs> turns out. Don't be surprised when it's just the queer mecca. I love that. What if it lets yeah. you down? Because you are Chicago, right? And so I would think yes. that. Like, I, I used to live at Belmont Broadway. And oh, I used to think that Chicago was kind of a queer mecca, right? But Columbus, I mean, so you're used to really queering it up. The, you know, the people on Belmont Broadway queering, queering it up. And so, like, mm-hmm. what if Columbus, uh, Ohio is not all that it's cracked up to be as a queer mecca? Then I guess I got to do my part and make it that way and so how do you queer things up that's what i want to know like in columbus if you're like this is not as queer as i'd hoped what do you do you know danny lang to make sure that this place is queer by the time you leave oh my gosh um and it might not even be sexual at all yeah i'm just gonna throw like glitter bombs uh really become like a domestic terrorist and because because glitter 
Glitter is awful, turns out. <laughs> okay. It, it does not get out of clothes or your body easily. So you like you could show up to work weeks later and there could be glitter somewhere, even if you're washing regularly. Yes, unfortunately. Okay. That sucks. For somebody yeah. who doesn't want to wash a pair of jeans every fucking day, that would be my nightmare. Yeah. So I steer clear of glitter. I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna be nice and not do that to Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> but then, I mean, there's no other alternative other than glitter bombs. Like what is a way to clear things up? Um, I'm putting you on the spot here. This was not one of your topics. I know. Oh my gosh. I have to solve all of homophobia in Columbus, Ohio right here and now. Um, There's a way to do it, right? Like there's a way to like go around and talk to people in a way that steers conversations towards, you know, becoming more uh, a queer friendly city or business. Probably. Um, Starbucks, like a Starbucks, you chat up the priest and what you say, like this place is not queer enough. And that's a problem because um wow uh hard-hitting <laughs> questions man you were yeah, not ready wow. for i was shit. <laughs> i was not anticipating for uh, oh. and oh. in my coven red riddled yes oh no i was putting <laughs> on the spot during your covid riddle haze well we'll come back to that because i really <laughs> okay, think at the yeah. end of the episode oh. we'll come together on that because the one topic that i want to talk about usually I have the comedian supply topics and i pick one that i like and immediately i read it as the four the four horsemen of the apocalypse yoga which i assumed was your comedy show but they were two different things now tell me about the four horsemen of the apocalypse i was like do you mean the bible or is there like a new thing and you're like no nah, man i'm your friend of the bible <laughs> on unfortunately i do have an obsession with the four horsemen of the apocalypse and okay. i don't know why they're in like a lot of media and stuff but they are in the bible too and they I guess their role is to just like show up and destroy the planet. Um, Their, their names are war, death, famine, and conquest. And the Um, person upon him, uh, the person upon one of the horses names was what? Like, I think that was the cool part of it. Like when I've seen it, it's always like they phrase it in this beautiful way on four horsemen of the apocalypse there's a guy in West Wing, and that guy was a famous soap actor, and he fucking killed the shit out of it, man. And I want, but yeah, the Bible verse was so beautiful. So I'm meaning, like, oh, upon <laughs> up, upon him rode death, upon him rode something, and death followed with him, or something. It was the fucking most beautiful thing. And so, what, like, how did that out of all the Bible, which you've read 85 times, like, yeah, what, what did that? Yeah, how did that verse stick out as something that you done? Big Bible guy. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like. Uh, what drew me to them was other like depictions of them. Like yeah. they're in uh, a video game called like Dark Siders, oh. um, I think. Although, and I also like that um, in like different depictions of them, like they swap out certain ones. Oh. Um, like uh, in the that video game, they are instead of Conquest and famine it's like um fury and strife which does bug me because fury and strife are synonyms uh i feel like they could have gotten more creative but that's that's their business i feel like i'm talking to mike kaplan man you (laughs) words piss you off you're like motherfucker that's a synonym yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so 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 some of this is just like the depiction and so like if you could just swap them out you know, mm-hmm. We could queer up Columbus by adopting four things. And so like, what are, you know, to put you on the spot again, your COVID, COVID riddled haze, if you yes. hadn't talked about like four, four words that we could name the horses, 
that would make you know Columbus super queer? Like what what is kind of the the essence of the queer experience? Oh oh my goodness! And not to say um, you're queer. Like you're going to a you're going to a queer. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you're presuming too much. Yeah, how dare you out <laughs> me like that? Um, I was like everybody who goes to the queer festival is of course queer, right? Yeah, I would imagine and hope so. Um, Oh my gosh, what is, um, all right, well, one of them would have to be poppers, I think. Um, <laughs> that is just I, such, a, such a wild, fun uh, experience that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. So popper is just an inhalant, right? Like, is it a I, short, is it a short ass high, like a whippet or something or no? I think so, yeah. Okay. It's, it's pretty short. Um, it gives you like a, like brief head rush okay and apparently um well i know it loosens the sphincter but other than that is it worth it at all like how do you even buy these fucking things like you go buy like a glue is it glue sniffing are you going that's the thing i have no idea where my friends have purchased poppers (laughs) they just Um, seem to have them at all times yeah and I've only, I've never used them in a sexual experience. I've, o- we've only just been hitting them like for fun, like a, a, on the couch, just like passing them <laughs> around. Yeah, I did whip it in the car once, and that was quite the experience. In the like, car? Yeah, I was just like, well, I mean, we were sitting in a parking lot, but um, okay. <laughs> but you're like, oh yeah, that was fun. Oh, it's over. Fuck. You uh, know, I really would love to have that back. Yeah. Like, I should go buy a new, new creative uh, uh, whipped cream. Yeah, uh, I did a whip it once alone in my apartment and then i tried standing and i nearly fell and i was <laughs> so i was like oh maybe that's not the best idea but i just love you were so party it's like we ended up doing it in just like an empty house all alone. yeah <laughs> me was following me falling on my couch and so number one would be popper poppers yeah it'd be poppers yeah poppers the horse that's cool um, yeah, and so yeah, what, would, what would another one be um, okay, these are the queer horsemen of the apocalypse yes, coming in to Columbus, Columbus Ohio. This way, yeah, with Columbus, if it's not as queer as we thought. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel so much responsibility for my community in this exact moment. <laughs> but it can also be kind of bad. Like, is there anything about the queer experience where you feel you know, different or excluded, like meaning for, oh my for a God, while yeah. there. Yeah, so we can call a horse that. What exclusion? There was that one, uh, <laughs> there was that one, there was that one Christmas carol where that guy got, he had two children under his robe. He goes, look here, Ebenezer Scrooge, under my robe, their names are ignorance and want. And I swear these children were so adorable. I mean, but they looked like they were just like street urchins. They looked pale, emaciated, but it looked like a next door neighbor of ours. He goes, their names are ignorance and want. And so like, that's, you know, we can call our horse exclusion if we want. We're, oh my God. Di- yeah. Different or. Um, yeah, I would say, um, oh my God, not to be so corny, but like resilience would be mm. <laughs> one of them. Oh, that's a positive one. I yeah. like that. And, oh and like, God, I would think the horse, like that's kind of befitting a horse too, because they're very kind of strong and, you know, resilient and, you know, they're, they're full of energy. And I would think to mm-hmm. be resilient, you, you at least need energy. Yeah um for sure i do i do just um <laughs> i do want to clarify the horsemen are like men who ride horses not, not the actual horses are, no i don't know i don't know so check this out so i'm looking at the thing so you think the horse the, okay so it goes like this you, well you're right it says and look and, and i looked and behold a pair of pale horse and his name that sat upon him was death and hell followed with him so you're saying just there's four dudes on horses and they're each given a name the horses aren't given shit 
Oh, the horses are given names. No, no. I don't I know the horses' names. Oh, but you see, you just don't, but you just think it's the horsemen. You're right, because it's four horsemen of the apocalypse. You're right. And I think part of this is I saw in Dexter. Have you ever seen Dexter or no? I have not. Is that the one about the serial killer who yeah. serial kills serial killers? Yes. And so there was one killer who kind of did this uh this four horsemen of the apocalypse murder where he sewed oh, no. uh, he had horses actually marching down the street and on it was marionettes stapled together with real body parts and so he killed a couple people and dismembered them and then like dispersed those real body parts with marionette body parts and send the horses down the fucking street and so i don't know and and uh in that uh, little thing there in that little tableau there was only one person on several horses or something so that made me think that certain of the horses were horseless leading me to believe that some of the horses were given names but no you're right it's probably the fucking horseman on the <laughs> horses but i stand corrected danny lang you're such a wordsmith you're totally I'm so right sorry there. yeah so we got poppers we have resilience and so wow <laughs> is there anything else about the queer experience that like you know non-queer people should know you know, and all, are these things important to comedy or, or uh, pop? I guess this is the bigger question. Instead of naming the rest of the people on horses, are resilience and poppers important to a comedian? Oh, my God. Resilience for sure. Um, yeah, uh, I would say just because sometimes it can really not go your way. Um, yeah. And you just got to get, get, get back on that horse, so to speak. <laughs> And so, yeah, so in getting on the horse, you can use poppers or what? Like, what do you tell yourself? You're like, I'm learning from this, even though that was a shit experience. I'll laugh about it later, even if nobody in the audience will. Like, I just have to, like, it's kind of reps. It's like almost playing numbers. It's a numbers mm-hmm. game in dating or whatever. You're like, well, it only takes one person to say yes. So I'm going to keep asking people out, even though the last 90 people said no. Yes. Is that kind of it? Is like, I have to, uh, you know, this audience sucked. Uh, mm-hmm. Or I, you know, I was not a good fit for the audience at this time because I had COVID or whatever. Like, I just I will find another audience, or I'll, I'll find a different joke for the same audience. Yes, it's um, I'm tr- I'm trying to find the words to describe it. Um, I am blanking a little bit, but like, like just if this show was a dud, like you know, you'll get another good one down the line at some point um it's almost a little i don't want to say it's like addiction um because that's probably a slippery slope but yeah, you're um, just like that next time that next time is really going to be like yeah the, the, first the next time it's going to be great yeah it's so like sometimes it's a little delu- is it a little delusion or no or how do you make sure that you have a good show coming down the line like how are you choosing the shows that you're going to be on i would say i'm definitely delusional i don't know if <laughs> I don't know if like every comedian is, but like I for sure am a little like I keep telling myself this is not related to comedy, but I keep telling myself that spring is right around the corner, even though it is January 7th. <laughs> it totally is, man. Your, cure, yeah. your COVID will cure right up, right? Yeah, it's it's so close. It We have no idea. <laughs> It's, I mean, how are you picking your shows? Like, how do you find audiences that deal with, you know, tall, tan, beautiful people like you? Um, yeah, I mean, that, not very many people can relate <laughs> to someone as stunning as I, I am. Know. But um, it's difficult. <laughs> it's intimidating. I know. But like, uh, lo and behold, we, we get them. Um, I do mostly just like bombard uh, a bunch of like group chats with friends and be like, who is free to come to this show? 
and that will normally get me like two to three people to show up. Sometimes <sighs> really? it gets, sometimes it gets a lot. But really, um, what kind of group chats are you yeah. on? And how can um, other comedians jump on those group chats? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's mostly like friends of mine from college uh, who are in the city of Chicago nowadays, and. Okay. Yeah, I'd say that's about it. So did they know you as a comedian while you were in college? Yeah, um, I did. You've always been hilarious. I've always just been super extremely funny. Um, no, I did do stand-up and improv and stuff in college as well. Okay. And, and, and like, did you learn anything from it? You didn't meet. I just talked with Joe James and he, he, he said there's a major, like he teaches at Columbia College. He said there's a major in comedy. You didn't major in comedy, did you? I did not. I nearly went. Uh, to Columbia College to do that. Really? Yeah, but then and you decided uh, what? Like your parents are like, I'm not gonna fucking pay for that. Bro. <laughs> not gonna pay for I, that. Yeah, I did instead decide to go to the college that my mother worked at for okay. tuition remission. Oh, good. Well, that's yes. cool because I mean, if you're if you're left if you don't have as much debt, it's easier yeah. to kind of um, you know spend your life just uh, rocking the shows. Yes, I mean, you don't, you don't even a need a day job. Thing. You don't need a day job. Your comedy is so. Uh, it's just so professional and um, profitable. Yeah, you don't need a yeah. day job, right? Yeah, I w- I w- so much wish that were the case. Okay. <laughs> um, I do work at a gym currently, but well, that's it's, I mean, you're so it's tall, beautiful, and tan. They probably have tan hey. facilities there, right? Exactly. I'm just I'm just there for uh, eye candy for the patrons. You know, <laughs> I can't even ring them up. They just look mm-hmm. at me because I'm beautiful. They're like, wow, I gotta get on his <laughs> level. Well, I love that. Well, I really hope that you're bringing queerness to Columbia because uh, Columbus, I just don't know that they're, you know, they're at Chicago's par. But, I mean, you're going to have some horses and maybe there's going to be people on those horses and there, at least mm-hmm. two of them will be named. And those names are Resilience and Poppers, right? Resilience and Poppers, correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to get all the funny stuff like that because when Danny Lang is well, we're going to see all the funny stuff. It's going to be I am Danny Lang on Twitter and Instagram. Danny Lang, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.